This is Getting Past Subtitles. My name is Sean Peel. And I'm DK Lee. And we're back. Welcome back, Lee. No one Welcome knows, but... back? What do you mean? I was here the whole time. No <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? I've been here the whole time. What are you talking about? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> no, I've been, I've been out and about, I guess. I've been enjoying summer vacation. Not these days when it's 100 degrees outside. Yeah. How, was, wasn't it hot in Florida? Oh, yeah. I mean, 100, definitely. Really? But it's... So, like, I, I lived in Florida for a while, um, but I've been here for a little while up north, and I'm not yet... I'm, I'm like, no longer used to the humidity. Because <laughs> when as soon as I get there, I'm like, this is a different kind of heat. Yeah. I dude. don't like this anymore. It's a lot of heat. And then I come up here, I'm like, it's hot, but it's... It's not like that kind of hot. Yeah. So, not like the other day. Remember when? It, did you guys get a bunch of rain? Yeah. And then outside it was like cracked, humid. Yeah. I was like, this is no bueno. Even yesterday was really humid. Yeah. Not. And it rained in the middle of the day. And it floods easily here too. That's like. Oh, it floods like crazy. Oh, it's so bad. But. Anyways. That's summer for you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But it's been good. Yeah, yeah. We're back. Um, took a little bit of a hiatus, although you probably won't know because we got we got enough episodes kind of lined up to keep it going. But we are starting afresh, a new, a new series, that is. And uh, this one's a little different, actually. This may not be for everybody, per se. This feels like more niche than, <laughs> than niche that we nah. are already, you know? This is for everybody <laughs> we're talking about. This is this is for all like the the film students and the and the, the <laughs> film heads and the the people that were born in the nineteen forties. <laughs> well, this movie in particular is like an old movie, so maybe right, right. but some of the other ones aren't that Yeah, know. there's one that's like brand new, right? Yeah. It's like there's yeah. one that's really quite new. Not not like brand new, but like last year new. Yeah. Like a that. year or two. Yeah. So, you know, uh black and white movies are still around. Yeah, for sure. Um, that is the theme for the series. It's, um, uh, yeah, it's like an aesthetic choice, I think, now more than ever. Right. Like back then, it was all you had. Um, yeah, all you had. So that's how you had to shoot it. But now, right. I think a lot of you know a lot of people actually use black and white to shoot their films for whatever reason. You mm-hmm. know, like if there's a uh, reason, you know, a film like a story reason to use black and white. Right. Um, I've seen, you know, directors do that. And one of the films that we're going to watch is, you know, the one that he just talked about is, yeah. uh, you know, it's a recent film. So obviously they had to talk te- technology yeah, to, to do, like, do whatever color, they want. Yeah. but uh, he chose to do it in black and white. And, yeah. and maybe you can talk about later um, if that was a good choice or not and then talk about, you know, how that added to uh, the movie. Right. But even when we watched, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Sympathy. Uh, well, there was for, two that we, there was Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. For Lady Vengeance, but yeah. that was like, well, yeah, it was black and white, and then it, well, it was in color, yeah, and then, and then it, it faded to black and white. And, white. and yeah, then, but even that, like you know, it's a stylic, stylistic right. choice that he made, and uh, you said that you felt like it was the better option, right? Definitely, yeah. So it really supported just like the story and like the prog just the progress of the plot and like the character 100 percent. yeah so and then the, we also watched that other christmas movie too yep that was in black and white that yep. was also a very recent 
movie as well. Or I mean, it was it was it's a more modern film. Yeah, right? for sure. But even that felt like it felt good in black and white. Yeah, it um it definitely after a while you don't really question it, right? Yeah, it just kind of like becomes part of the movie and what you're watching. Like at a support, it's funny to watch it and you're like, oh, I don't really care about color anymore. Like it's not mm. kind of in your mind, you know? Yeah. Like so. certain movies, I feel like color really adds to it, right? Sure. And other movies, um, you don't really think about it too much. Right. Like it's not, it's not like a thing that stands out per se. Mm. But um, when it does, like uh, when you watched... Um, the Chinese movie, I forget uh, what, what it was called. Was it? Not Hero. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to remember. Ah, I, I forgot. Yeah, well, we've I done forget too many movies on There's this. so many movies. <laughs> I like, many blanked movies out on, on, the, on the uh, name. But uh, Was it always black and white or was it? No, no, no. It's it the one in color. Oh, the one like, in color? The one with a lot of color. Oh, not Hero. Uh the other colorful one i don't really remember yeah the one with the assassins you know and tony lung and michelle yo played assassins remember the lovers the, the in red was like for the lovers and that's hero was that hero that's hero am i, am I? bro you're what? going crazy right now I'm going crazy. Like, what's hero? What you, okay <laughs> i'm like going crazy so you have me hero. like you're describing hero, but Wait. it's not hero. I'm not. What's going on? No, I'm like, I'm like blanking out. Yeah, no, because I was thinking of the scene with Jet Li and that part, that, yeah. that like shot with the when he gets shot in the door. Yeah, has yeah. like no color. No, well, it's like well, yeah, you know, but it's all black. It's all black. Well, yeah, is what I'm saying in the scene. Yeah, yeah, and the green like yeah, yeah. for the and for the like king, the emperor, like in the past. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that one. Has a lot of color and and wow, but like purposeful, yeah. Yeah, but it, it really um, adds to the storytelling, right, right. of the movie. Mm -hmm. Wow, I I completely is, like where, separated <laughs> the the parts of the movies and thought that that was not part of Hero for some reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was some other movie Two different that scenes I was thinking like, about. Oh man. I think that. I was thinking about like Crouching Tiger. Maybe that's why. Like, oh, it, okay. Like, it, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, that's fine. That's fair. Anyways, yeah. The, aesthetically, the colors really adds to the story for Hero. Right. Um, but like you know, other movies um, that are not as focused on like emphasizing the color. Yeah. It kind of just becomes part of the, the you world, know the yeah. world aesthetic and and the mise en scene. So. Mm -hmm. Um, in that sense, like, it's pretty cool to see how, like, black and white works and how, like, adding, like, emphasis in color works and also just, like, right. none of that and just, like, it is just what it is. <laughs> yeah, kind of that's just, like, how it was, just as, like, what, that's just what you're watching. That's how right, it was made. Right. Even, like, um, you haven't seen the new Thor movie, Love and Thunder. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if I want to watch it either. It's not bad. But I, yeah, well, I, I mean, just judging from like the trailers too, that has a lot of color and stuff too. Yeah, but there's a black and white scene in there as well. It's oh, like, the one with like gore. Yep, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a, well, it's like a setting. And then once they like move into like this part of the world, everything like color is desaturated. Like mm. it all turns black and white. So it's like part of. It's part of, like, the world in the movie, you know? So it's mm. kind of interesting to see it. Like, the use of color, it can be a tool in numerous ways. And, like, that's kind of another way you can use it in the story. Yeah. In that sense, so. 
But going back to our our film here, what we're watching again, it is <laughs> completely black and white. And in this movie, I do not think that they had a no. choice. This is, this is all black got. and white. <laughs> it's just what they had. It was uh, filmed in 1948. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure, and it's called "Spring in a Small Town" by Fei Mui, right? Fei Mu. Fei Mu. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and written by Lee Tianji. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I read that. Like, um, the script was written, um, like almost two years before they actually made it and like i forgot what his name but basically somebody else uh was with lee tianji to write the screenplay and they basically like shopped it around a couple of like the film commissions around and nobody wanted it until um uh i forgot the commission that that made this they ended up wanting to do it and then they pitched it to like Femu, who actually didn't even really like look at the screenplay for mm-hmm. a little while um but it took like a year and a half for them to kind of get it in the process of written and, and then being made. And then it took like, I think they filmed it in like three months or something. Yeah. And during that, they went through like a lot of like, family, like I said, you like barely even like looked at the script and they changed quite an, a lot of things. Um, but even for that time, like, you know, like political films were a huge thing and like a lot of kind of what. Propagandistic films right, were right. very big. And just like a lot of what dictated sort of like the story and the script and stuff was like for political reasons. Yeah. Uh, but this movie in particular really, I think just didn't abide by a lot of that stuff at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. I think that's kind of a key note about this movie that really separated it from the rest uh, for its time anyway. And there's a few other things too, like um, the wife, you, you win um, like a lot of what she does, especially like the narration on her part, like a lot of that was very different from movies. Yeah, I mean it's very female centric, right? It's right. Like very right. Uh, female centric, especially in that time, and it's very sympathetic towards towards like towards her, yeah. her character, which is not very like you know. Yeah. It's not during that time. A lot of movies didn't really do that, right? <laughs> right. It's especially very with the voiceovers and and stuff like that that they utilized to kind of. Um, put ourselves in her shoes and mm-hmm. and you know she was definitely the character. like protagonist you can say right she right. was definitely the one that was leading it yeah but like i said the biggest thing is like being sympathetic for her despite like there's kind of an affair going on mm-hmm. you know like although like maybe that her and zhao were sort of doing something immoral the portrayal that we see them in is is not negative you know it's like it's kind of like sympathetic mm-hmm. and it's more like more of like seeing her sort of like internal process and like emotions uh versus anything else so kind of a a 180 thing for that time right yeah so yeah it's really interesting um so the movie is sort of set in the backdrop of the second sino japanese war mm-hmm. i believe um and like his house obviously gets destroyed from like the aftermath of the war so there's a lot of like, a lot of like the political stuff and is kind of like in the backdrop of the movie, and it kind of comes up, like as um, what's that word I'm looking for? Just like as like background story, you know. Um, but like mainly what we watch is mainly just kind of like a just a drama in general, you know. Yeah, like the relationships between the characters. Mm-hmm, exactly. And their problems. But it's actually like that, like. I kind of didn't pick it up the first time, but for the husband, 
um, Dalian. So he's like sick, right? Like tuberculosis, maybe. His wife thinks that it's something kind of like neurotic uh, focused. Um, but like he's basically like sick, but also like depressed. And they kind of go hand in hand a little bit. Yeah. And because of like it's his house, his estate that was destroyed Destroyed. because of the war it's like a lot of that is the reason why he's like isolated and he's like his family's in shambles and he's like losing the marriage with his wife you know he also feels inadequate right but a lot of that kind of comes up throughout the movie and it's kind of said but it's never like you know it's not really centered around that you know so it was pretty interesting to be like picking up the pieces of like why is he actually sick you know like figuring that out so, yeah, pretty, pretty uh, an interesting movie. The more I kind of looked at it, I think um, overall I enjoyed it. I I'm always kind of like fascinated by like older films, like very early films, especially mm-hmm. how they have like a very like lack of resources back then, right? So it's like, what did they like? What, what kind of stories are they telling? You know, like how are they telling it, and like how are they kind of putting it together? So I'm always like watching it with like. A perspective on that of like okay so we're doing like sort of like a an affair sort of drama you know very that's something that's like low budget like there's only five characters everything takes place in the house you know and like what i'm really watching is like how are how, how are they developing the drama sort of like throughout the story you know yeah. so that, that's kind of like what i always look for with classic films per se what about you what did you think yeah i really appreciated the fact that I think um, you kind of mentioned it too, but they do really didn't have much money um, for this for this movie, and yeah, like they shot it all in basically one location, and they only have five actors, right? Yeah. And it's a very uh, kind of contained film in itself, right? And as a you know filmmaker and. Um, just you know anyone who wants to learn to make filmmaking i think this is a great movie to watch Mm. to learn you know like how to utilize the camera and to move the camera to tell the story and lighting as well there's beautiful lighting in this movie as well and just uh yeah like it doesn't have to be this big crazy thing it can really be something small but as long as you bring the emotion and you can also bring um you know like a sense of like the audience caring for these characters right i think you can make a pretty compelling movie and i think that this movie kind of shows that right and so that's that was pretty cool watching it um i i um while i was watching it too i i learned a lot you know and like some of the creative ways that they um place the camera but and also like move the camera mm-hmm. and um doing that uh yeah, like watching that and, and seeing it really made it more enjoyable for me personally. Right. Yeah. I, there's a lot of kind of like points that I kind of want to get to. Were you, okay, were you, were you invested in any particular character, you would say? Um, Anybody that kind of stood out for you? To be honest, not like particularly. Right. Um, I mean, the main like uh, character, I guess, Lu Luen. Yeah. It was probably the most, yeah. But even her, I was kind of like, huh? <laughs> like her, her actions and, and stuff like that. Oh, oh yeah. Were kind of like, uh, kind of weird for me. But <laughs> but overall, I I could understand the sentiment. Yeah. I think the way that they um, 
express their emotions or like their desires is very different from how like you know we you know express mm, right. our like desires or like our emotions and how we express them right right so i think it was more of a <laughs> difference in that rather than like yeah you know anything else there's a lot of like the classic like gaze away yeah like, like the- stuff like that <laughs> or also like you know she like hands him like the the thermos or whatever yeah, and, like, yeah. you know he's like care for her and like whatever and he also is like and like you know (laughs) like a lot of the like opening the door and closing the door and keeping her inside and like locked up or whatever and that whole scene where just like he picks her up and he's like no and he puts puts her back down down, yeah (laughs) very like exaggerated things of like how how they're trying to show that like they have this temptation and they have this struggle and they're yeah. trying to fight this temptation and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But it's very, you know, over, over dramatic. Yeah, yeah, dramatic. Yeah. Well, that was, that's actually one of the main points that I wanted to mention too. It's like, I'm always fascinated by that of like how they don't really like telling the story. They don't really care of like being over dramatic or it's like it's very like unbashful like acting but well, it's... i also think that they have a bit of like influence from like the you know theater right right because i mean the know, director comes from a theater background as well Well, yeah exactly and, and i'm saying like because even back you know 1948 it's not you know film hasn't been you know out that long right. especially you know in china i think it's it's it hasn't been something that's been like very very explored you mm. know in that time so uh, a lot of theatrical you know influences are bound to be there right and you know you can see it very much in this movie mm. um even like just the fact that it's like five characters in one place and yeah yeah it's a perfect like <laughs> setting to make it theatrical you yeah, know, in yeah. that way um but even despite that i think that they use the camera very well um in terms mm-hmm. of like their the placement and what to show and what not to show and how they move the camera like sure. um there are a lot of things that i i was very happy to see um in the movie that kind of like added to the story um even in subtle ways that maybe like some people don't really think about right. consciously but like if you really kind of look into it it's pretty cool yeah there's like reasons behind like what you're watching, like why that shot is there and the shot is there. Yeah. I think like the biggest scene for me on that point is the like the boat riding scene when they're they're kind of so like Zhao's already been there for a while, right? And then um he's like encouraging uh Liang to kind of like go outside and like be a little more active because he's like sick and he's like, you know, basically like stay at home and stuff. And so they go out like a couple of days and they're like having a good time and they go out to this boat ride, but then it's like him it's like Zhao and then Yuan in the back of the boat. Yeah. And uh, um, Lian and his uh, sister. sister, they're like singing in the front. And it's like the duality of like them having a good time, like singing. And then it's like them two in the back that are just like looking at each other, but then yeah. like refusing to like make eye contact. And it's like you get the sense of like, you know, they, they feel guilty sort of in the moment yeah. during that like family time, you know? So. Yeah. Like there's also the moment um, the night of, I think, when he first arrives. And yep. the little sister is singing, and uh, Jia Chen, is that his name? The uh, the friend. Yeah. yeah. He basically he's basically like l- turned around. His back is 
away from <laughs> from the little sister who's singing. Yeah. And she he's like looking, like staring at um at uh Liu and yeah. Yuan and and uh and it's pretty cool because the camera first is on the three characters, the little sister, um the best friend and Luen, yeah. Yuen. And then the camera pans to the left. Yeah. And then we see that uh the husband is actually there. <laughs> and and it's like it's like a subtle reveal that the husband's actually there and he's looking at, you know, basically all of them. Yeah, like and then and the then family. it like pans back to um the three characters and they kinda like moves uh you know, it, it dollies back out and we get all the four characters. Mm. And you can kind of see the scene kind of unraveling before us and you can clearly tell like the dichotomy between all the different characters like especially the husband and and his best friend and right. where their gaze is at and what they're concerned about mm-hmm. and there's like no dialogue there right. but you can clearly see like what the conflict <laughs> is in the, in the scene and, right, and yeah, I yeah. think it's it's such a brilliant way of kind of creating that moment between all the character because the even the little sister likes the best friend and like she, she's trying to get his attention yeah. and uh, he's constantly just like looking at the other um at Luen Yuen right. so uh so sketch it, it's kind of funny and it's really well uh staged in that way mm. um to really create that that tension yeah. in that scene there's a lot of that that's like you it's you really find that it's easy to comprehend like what the scene is trying to convey or like what is like the motivation behind it yeah. with like that like clearly it portrays like uh Lian's position versus like Zishin's relationship with his wife and sister yeah or like for me the um the little sister's 16th birthday party when they're all like drinking and having fun and then um like Lian goes to play with Zishin they're playing like rock paper scissors and like hand games yeah um and then he like tries to drink, but he, his wife stops him from drinking, no. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, damn. Um, but then his wife, Yuan, steps in and then decides to play a game with uh, Zichen, but like a game from their own childhood and like like a game that not even like Yin is familiar with. And like in that scene, he gets just like exiled, but he's like right there in the middle between them. And it's like framed that it's like he's in the back and you can clearly see that he's like, pushed out of the yeah, yeah, scene basically exactly like literally he gets up in the middle of them playing yeah, and, and then leaves. removes himself yeah. into another room yeah. you know this is like yeah you clearly kind of understand what's going on without it having to kind of like be explained or even without it being like natural per se right because yeah. like he's not like trying to like hide dip out of that you know that area or like right. you know like putting on a facade that he's enjoying it but we don't know like it's just clearly like He's not having a good time. Yeah, it's like that layer of subtext that you can clearly feel, right, Right. through the scene and through the way that it's staged and how the camera moves and and all that that really helps, um, like, advance the story and Mm. and the um, feelings that you have for all the characters. Yeah. The the whole little sister (laughs) getting with... uh, Zhao was kind of sketch. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I mean, for the time, but like, yeah. Even the way that it was like in the movie, he was like, um, Lian was like, 
you know, it would be a great match. <laughs> it would be like my best friend and the wife was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you help me out? I'm the best match. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and he was trying to rope her into it. And she was like, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. I don't, what are you, what? No, you're going, you're talking crazy stuff. No. Or even like when they're together and like the sister, I swear the sister is in so many scenes where like there's stuff going on between Yuan and uh, Zishen like yeah. in front of her. And she's like, la, da, da, da. <laughs> I think by the end of it, she kind of like catches on. You know? Yeah, definitely by the end. But it's it's like, yeah, she's yeah. pretty it's very like the lucky the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you said, it's like theatrics. Mm. So like like when they're. They all take a walk outside. Like, this is when Zushan, like, comes to town in the beginning. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, let's go out to town. Like, you haven't seen the town in a while. And they all, like, walk aimlessly, as she explains. And then, like, Leanne is, like, turns around, looks somewhere else. And uh, Yuan is, like, holding the little sister's hand. And then Zushan, like, takes the opportunity to hold her hand when he looks away. Yeah. But the sister's like, how do you not see that? Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, removes his hand when he turns back. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Like, a lot of the affectionate moments mm. are very, like, how do you say, like, <laughs> just very obvious. Blatant, like, yeah, blatant, like... yeah. <laughs> and, and it's very, like we said, like, dramatic, right? Right. Like, even the way that she approaches um, the best friend and, like, he, she comes at nighttime. Right. And she has that, like, thing, like, the... Oh, yeah, like she like veil. plays the veil yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. and like and like she's trying to like seduce him in, in, in a way right it's very like theatrical in right that way. right that's a very good scene though actually that, that, was, yeah. a, that was a nice scene and i like the lighting of like a lot of the scenes that during the night where like like uh when she comes in and you know it's like bright like everything's lit and right. like she turns off the light and you just see the backlight on his head, and then yeah, just like, they like come closer, and then and then like everything's lit in a way that that really adds to the story, I think. Right, and it's really well thought out. It's very like um. Yeah, you can't like see it explicitly what's going on, but like it's like you kind of see enough that you yeah. like can kind of follow them a little and, bit. And but since it adds, it's black and white, I think you really even more think so. about more of the how it's lit the lighting situation on it. Right, right. And I think it's really, like, a lot, all the scenes are very beautifully lit in that, in that regard. Mm. They stayed, I, this is, like, what I was saying earlier, too, is, like, I felt like the version that I saw wasn't the best. Like, some of the outdoor scenes were, like, just so overexposed. Oh, really? When, yeah. It just felt like blanket of white. Oh, <laughs> I was like, really? Hmm. Oh. Seems, uh, seems like not a good uh, iteration of this, mm. per se. Because there's like there's a lot of shots and stuff of like him sitting outside of the wall or like looking mm -hmm. out over like the hill or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty cool location. I think like that the mm. wall location, right? Where you know they go for a walk a lot of times and it's just like broken down wall, broken yeah, broken <laughs> like you you're not even sure if it is a wall. It's just like <laughs> a pile of rubble. Call, yeah, a pile of rubble <laughs> everywhere. And that they just call it a wall. Yeah. Like, it's pretty cool to just see that. Um, yeah when i was like uh reading and just like kind of looking for in information about the movie there's a lot of like for critics and stuff i think a lot of comparisons of like the wall is a big motif in the movie for like multiple things but a lot of like even just the family of you know like the, the wall is like supposed to be like protection and safety and then like 
now that it's like left assured and kind of like rubbish like a lot of the family stuff are like in doubt like especially with the wife like a lot of it was what you see with um Leanne is like he tries to like rebuild the wall like literally right but it's like very much unable to do so mm. in his condition and then you have like the best friend and Zhao comes in and he's like he's the intruder right <laughs> well like he he's trying to build back up these walls and like Leanne just not Leanne but uh, Zhao just comes in and like Hops right over the wall, seriously, yeah. and you're you're wondering like, is this character, you know, gonna be the person that's able to like, sort of rebuild the family or? Yeah, like, but even his even his like first appearance, right? Right. Like he, she even says like, oh, this guy came over to our house, but he knew where to go. Like yeah, exactly. Right. Know, he knew the back door to our house, and mm -hmm. like they realize that it's his old friend. Yeah. Like it's just a very kind of telling way of saying that he you know, knows the ins and outs of the house and, and yeah. he just is able to go past. Let myself in. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, let himself in. And yeah, there's yeah. no, there's no, you know, barriers. Right, right. There. Yeah, there's already like a level, a big level of comfortability with him yeah. and everybody that's there. Um, yeah, like even like when he meets the sister or like, mm. you know, UN, like he already knows them, right? It's like, it's not like the yeah. first meeting. Right, right, kind of thing, and he literally knows everybody. Like even by chance, the wife, but still, like yeah, I'm close with the whole family. Yeah, I know everyone. I know everyone. Yeah, and, and you know, like they're all happy to see him as well. It's not like yeah, he's yeah. this like outcast kind of person. On the contrary, like the you know the husband is the one that's kind of right shunned or like yeah. he shuns others. Right, he's the one that's kind of uh -huh. wants to distance himself from everybody. Yeah, you know, even his own sister. It's funny that it's like, I mean, Zhao is supposed to be like the savior kind of like in the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Where obviously the, the tone shifts completely once he's introduced and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously like with Yuan, she's like, oh, like, is this, is this the Zhao that I know? Yeah. Question mark, you know? And there's like a lot of tension in that farce. But there's a really interesting duality of like how Yuan is kind of dealing with Zhao and like what he means to her versus what Lian and like just like the family kind of sees right. Zhao, right? Like he's the savior of sort of that family, but then he's like the ruiner of her of her marriage. Well it, it's it's funny, yeah. Like it's like he could be. Yeah, he's right. like that potential, right? Uh -huh. He's the potential for good or bad, right? right like yeah. he he could be the savior of like, you know, the family by marrying in marrying the sister and, mm. you know, kind of um Leading the the lineage, yeah. right? Like you know, continuing on the. Not even that. Like he's a doctor. Like well, he's there. Yeah, you know, but like, like you, you know, even... he could be that, or yeah. he could also be like the one who takes away the wife. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, it's that it's that like Replaces duality of it. Yeah. Where and then he's also his best friend, so like he has a love for his friend as well, and and right, and he feels inadequate in himself, and he yeah. doesn't know if he's worth it and worthy enough for his own wife and mm -hmm. all that like kind of culminating into him trying to kill himself <laughs> right. that went over my head actually i didn't even know that he tried to commit suicide mm -hmm. in that scene and until like i went back and I, it was like until it was a made parent to me i was like oh that's what he was doing yeah oh that's why he felt ill like i just thought he just like he's dying yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just thought like he uh switched the pooched yeah at the end there but yeah, that's also part of his like, you know, depression and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense at that point. But even <laughs> poor like 
Zishan with uh, like he comes in as like you know he could be both like the bringer of like the savior like he can really kind of destroy the family <laughs> but he's like I'm tempted by my past lover Yuan and then like his buddy comes in and he's like my marriage is falling apart <laughs> he's like coming clean to him yeah and, he's, and he like, feels even more like yeah. bad about it like damn it yeah. Yeah. I was like you? why are you telling me this now <laughs> yeah you're just making me feel more guilty yeah <laughs> yeah that's a funny part too uh, he's just like comes and he's like yeah like I think you you would be a better match for my wife right like, yeah damn yeah. it <laughs> what do you what do you mean stop stop no. saying these things stop saying these things <laughs> And then the wife comes in and is like, yeah, he wants you to marry um, your his sister. sister. And he's like, <laughs> like, damn it. What? Even more problems. <laughs> I got to get out of here. <laughs> That's why he left ultimately. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, no, I can't nah, stay it's here. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> this family's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen my friend in 10 years. I know why now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what are the chances, huh? <laughs> yeah. And then the, there's the servant guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's just kind of there. Yeah, this is basically kind of there watching <laughs> <laughs> the things go unfold. Did he even know? I feel like everything just like, he didn't know anything at the end of the day. He was just like, oh no, he got sick. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I feel like he did, but he doesn't act like it. He's, <laughs> he was like, yeah, he's, he's like whatever the, happens, happens. He's the only clueless character in, mm. in the story. Yeah. Even the sister was like, you still love Chow, right? Yeah. She's like, no, yes. <laughs> even that was like, like that was like the last scene where he was like he almost killed himself, but then he recovers, mm-hmm. right? And then it was like, whew. And then his sister comes into the room with the UN while she's like basically kind of having a breakdown. And then she confronts her to come clean about it. And then that was it. And what then, did you think about the ending? Like uh, how how everything you know kind of un- unfolded. I thought it was fine. I mean it. It was basically like ended full circle, right? right? Where they just kind of how it began was how it ended for mm. all types of purposes. But like, I mean, you can get the semblance that like things have kind of changed, right? Like they've kind of gone through a little bit of an arc. You sure? But that <laughs> remains to be seen, right? That's the thing, right? It's like basically they're back to like square one. Kind yeah, of, right? exactly. He just leaves. You know, he's. I I guess he uh uh. I guess he's still sick, right? Technically. Technically, yeah. And the wife is still just, you know, there. Yeah. And that's what I like. Nothing, nothing really changes. It's more of like, with the experience that of, just happened, yeah. will things change? Right. Right. And that's it. Kind of leaves off at a question versus. And an the sister's kind of the same as well, and yeah, she's like, "You got to come back." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I think uh, the ending was quite. Yeah, anticlimactic would be the because like you know you have that climax of when he tries to kill himself and he's right. like on the bed and I think that's the probably the biggest highlight like the highest moment where it's like oh, sure. is something gonna happen right is anything gonna really change okay um, but then you know the he comes out on top so. the <laughs> best friend kind of snaps out of it he's like wait I can't be here anymore yeah. and he kind of leaves and he's like, I'm think, causing too much suffering right <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no, I guess, one thing that did change is the best friend finally, like, 
coming to his senses. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is probably not a good idea. <laughs> and that's like the no, yeah, biggest yeah. thing that kind of changes from from like the whole movie. Like in the beginning, he kind of right. had like a wavering thing. But by the end, he's like, nope. And he's kind of, out, yeah. he's like, maybe I'll come back uh, next spring or something <laughs> like that, right? He says. <laughs> quote, quote. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny because like you can literally take like the first maybe 15 or half hour of the movie, cut out the hour and then bring in like that last scene after like, after like they confront each other and mm-hmm. then it's like, um, they, he's about to leave town. And it would be like just the normal visitation, right? Like you, like you wouldn't know <laughs> that the whole affair. Yeah. yeah, it would be like Zhao came to visit, and everybody was like glee, Happy, yeah. yeah. And then they had a good time, and then he left, yeah. And that would be the story. Except a lot of like stuff happened, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> In between it, and then you would you wouldn't even question like there was a whole affair right. thing going on. But I think it, the movie itself, though, I think it does a really good job of kind of painting a picture of a woman's struggle of Mm. like especially during that time and in that culture of having to like serve the husband right and and being dutiful to the husband and providing in that way yeah while being like neglected of her own yeah of her own you know desires and and hopes and wants and Mm. stuff like that and i think the movie does a pretty good job of like highlighting that Mm. like highlighting the woman's uh, issues and, and right. her problems that she might face mm-hmm. in that way, and yeah, like overall in that in that way, I think that the movie does have, you know, a lot of relevance. Like you know, we talked about how like it felt like nothing happened, but I think in terms of like emotional uh, progress, yeah. I think there was a lot like that was going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it is very theatrical, and so it just kind of feels like oh, like it's just yeah, yeah, kind of playing on that. But, but I think overall, I think it it does really paint a picture of like a woman who's kind of stuck um, with this man who right. is unable to like snap out of his own like you know guilt or his own yeah, uh, like state of mind, yeah, state like, of mind yeah. and doubts and failures of like, and and he's only thinking about the past of like you right. know his glory. Uh, his family's glory days, right? And now he's kind of ruined and, mm-hmm. and he's not able to, you know, get out of that. And and the woman who kind of is stuck with that man and yeah. and seeing the prospect of an, another su- successful man coming in right. to the household and he also happens to be somebody she loved before. <laughs> and Of interest. And, yeah, right? And all of that kind of coming together, I think really kind of makes for a compelling story, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... At the end of the day, like that, that's what really sets this movie apart, and it's really interesting to see like it being like it's all in the perspective of the movie. Like I said, it's it's mm. within Ewan's perspective, and like having that POV throughout the movie is really what makes the movie. Yeah, I, th- the I think the the, the uh, voiceovers add a lot to the movie. Hundred percent, right? because it's like you said, it's like a lot of it's like in the beginning, because a lot of what even she's narrating is like the plot, like her just explaining. Oh, like in the beginning, right? She's like, I go and get medicine, and I, you know, I go to the store, I do this. She's just kind of like monotonously, like, this is like my day to day life, and it sucks, sort of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, with a bit of like, you know, kind of like emotional disdain with like her husband, like, 
this kind of marriage is falling apart sort of thing. Is yeah, like, it almost feels like she's like writing it on her diary, right? Right, like in yeah. In her diary about like, you know, what she did and where she's going. And, uh-huh. and like, you know, this new person came and right. his name is Zhang, but... I hope it's not that Jang, right? Like, <laughs> right, she, right. like, is all, like, you know, yeah. saying all those things in her in her voiceover and really kind of creates that idea of, like, mm-hmm. oh, she has this internal, like, like life in right, her. Right, yeah. That, like, outside, she do- can't portray, right? She mm-hmm. can't express. Because there's a very clear difference, too, of, like, what you're watching in her actions, especially when, like, leading up to when she meets Zhao, because... I mean, we we see Zhao and Liang interact before she gets she knows that there's a visitor coming, and then through like their narration, we see that like she's kind of like beginning like flustered, and she's like, "Oh, is it this person?" And we see that something that's up. But what we're watching is like she's just like needling away, and yeah, then like the, like she wears her new like clothes and right, right. Like, oh, like you know, I wore my new clothes uh, and making sure that you know. But she's still like kind of like in like wife mode a little, yeah, bit, right? Like yeah. The uh, Huang comes in and is like, yeah, like the young the young master acts if you could like cook up like the chicken dinner. She's oh, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. That's cool. That's fine, right. you know. But internally, she's like, is it him? Is it not him? Yeah, like you know, like right before he, she actually sees him. Right. Yeah. And so there's there's a lot of like development there, and then even like to the latter half, like once uh, Yuan and Zhao kind of start to talk a little bit more, and like the temptations start to brew a lot, and like their interaction has kind of become more and more heated that like the narration part of her, like the internal part of her starts to kind of like manifest within her. Right. Like now we, we see her being more aggressive in the scene where like she's visiting him in the night yeah, right. and like, she's kind of like trying to seduce him and things like that. Like once we get to there, there's hardly any narration. Right. Mm. Cause it's kind of like now. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's she just doing is that it, person, yeah. that person. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool to kind of see like, there's that progression that happens Mm -hmm. you know a lot of that like pent up like you know unable to express is uh, portrayed through the voiceover in the beginning whereas Mm -hmm. like you know as it progresses and then she becomes more bold right it kind of that voiceover kind of fades away and then her actions kind of speak for themselves right yeah and just like we see a lot of like a lot of things that she's like explains that she kind of struggled with uh beforehand we just kind of like see happen in like later scenes, like especially with, with um Lien, like they have a lot of scenes that between them. It's like Lien is like, kind of realizes now that he's like lacking as a husband, and now he's like trying to be more of like caressing and loving yeah. and like seeking after, her. and she's like, eh, eh, you know, why are you doing this now? Yeah, 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 stop yeah. it! Right, right, you know. <laughs> And so it's like we're we're kind of like seeing the conflict ha- happen yeah. versus like requiring like the narration of it, you know. So it's it's like that that part of it becomes sort of useless by the end, or it's like it's not a tool that needs to be done anymore, right? Mm. So as she becomes more involved, <laughs> so hey, you know, who knows? Maybe they did end on a better note. Well, yeah. Overall, yeah. I thought it was a pretty interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely liked it. Uh, you know, like, yeah, I really liked it in terms of, like, watching it in perspective of, like, making a film and if right. I, prospect of making a film. And like, I just like the fact that it really was uh, a small location and, yeah. and, like, only five characters. And yet, like, they're able to create something that is visually um, 
good and also how the story was interesting and, and the characters and the suspense not the suspense per se but the, the tension between the characters and yeah and you know the characters don't feel like uh they're just you know a um a caricature but yeah. they really kind of feel like they have different sides to them and yeah. you know it's not like oh i hate my friend now because you know <laughs> but like he there's like layers to their emotions and layers to the to the feelings that they have for each other right right, like, right. un isn't just like oh i hate my husband now right it's not like that mm-hmm. but she has this struggle between her you know yeah. whether it's love or, or you know loyalty or whatever like she has some kind of feelings towards you know uh liang and and um also Xiao, she has feelings for him right obviously yeah. and then the struggles with maintaining and and having those two different things within her i think yeah. it was like interesting and fun right to watch it's got depth so it's like yeah these characters feel like people like yeah even like, even the best friend right he right you know his he is his best friend and he wants to you know be a good friend mm-hmm. to him but also has this temptation and all that yeah so it was fun seeing that like coming <laughs> i'm trying to save your life but you're making it really hard <laughs> <laughs> if you're dead then she's a widow <laughs> we got a new story here <laughs> dun, dun, dun. what was that scene she was like they're like what are we gonna do and he was like it would never we was like either we leave together or I leave. And yeah. she was like, or my husband dies. Dun, dun, dun. She was like, <gasps> and then, and then the little sister is like, please save my brother. <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> damn. <laughs> You're a doctor. You can save him. You can do it. It's like, oh no. <laughs> Let him die. You're putting me in such a predicament right now. <laughs> Let him die. Yeah. Oh man. That's a rough life. Rough, rough, rough. Yeah, overall, I, I, uh, I definitely kind of enjoyed this movie. Um, it's, it's like it's interesting to kind of like see what you can learn mm. every time you watch something like that. Like again, yeah. we just like, especially for me, it's like a lot of like even like the editing, like how they're able to kind of like splice from scene to scene, and it's like you have again like so many limited resources. Like, what do they pick and how do they kind of cut it together? I thought it was interesting that there was like. There are like cutaway shots in the movie too from like there'll be like a scene happening and then there'll be like a cutaway shot of like another character doing something and then they go back and it's like, oh, you can kind of afford to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just in like how that's kind of placed and things of that nature. So yeah, overall, overall really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed like kind of like looking a little deeper and seeing like the circumstances of the movie and like the times that it was made and how it was made. Apparently, um, this is like nominated the best movie in Chinese film no. archive, right? So, uh, in 2005, the China Film Archive, so they held like a sponsored poll with like a bunch of critics and stuff out of like a hundred movies, Chinese films, what would be like the best? And then this was nominated as number one. Wow. Um, and so, the movie actually wasn't a hit at the time it was made in 1948. Actually, it, it kind of got lost, uh, like, put away. I mean, it was very controversial for the things that we kind of explained in the beginning, especially because, like, it was made during the Chinese Civil War, I believe, and it was a lot between the Communist Party and the Nationalist Party. 
and um just like as it kind of part of his kind of more coming into power like this was like sort of anti-ideology no no <laughs> right they're like get that out of here we don't no 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 so the movie so the original print it's still around actually it's in the uh, china film archive but it was put away for a while and then it got reprinted as a new print like in the 80s and then that's when like it kind of resurfaced and gained a lot of traction as like i guess people were rediscovering the movie yeah and then kind of like everything else happened after that um but uh, what else do I have? Um, there is a remake of this movie too. Really? You know that? Uh, I don't know when it came out. In two thousand two, there is a there was a remake of this movie, uh, directed by Tian Zhang Zhang, and it's called uh, Springtime in a Small Town. Wow. They added time. I <laughs> spring time in a small town. Yes, yes. This one is in color. Oh. Pretty crazy. It'd be cool to see what are the differences. I like how they kind of... Yeah, it's not a one-for-one one remake. Um, oh. There are shot differences. Obviously, it's like in color as well. Yeah. I heard that... Um, I mean, from what I could like heard and like see, like um, Tian did like a lot of his kind of own choices and kind of like brought his own like perspective and portrayal of like telling like the drama and like just like portraying loss and like the affair and things like that. Yeah. So there's a lot of some shot. There's a lot of shots that are kind of like different. Like I hear like the boat scene was actually done in like one take versus being like cut together mm-hmm. in that section. So there's like liberties taken, but it would be interesting to kind of see like the differences in his perspective on making this movie yeah so 2002 i mean that's not too too old not like 18 18 years 20 years ago oh shoot yeah that's never old, that, was old, that was old now yikes 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 that's old <laughs> damn um oh they, oh they removed un's voiceover in the remake oh really yeah I think that's a that's interesting that's the most criticized point but other than that i think it was kind of praised so mm. um anything else i think that's kind of it yeah what are we watching next that's the better question we're watching it's gonna be black and white what are you what are we watching it is um the housemaid Oh yeah, the housemaid. Dun dun dun! This is a Korean film directed by Kim Ki Young in 1960. Wow, old. Just like you. That's 62 <laughs> years old. 63, 62. I don't know. My math is not math. Wow. There's a, a 2010 The Housemaid. That's not the one we're watching. No. <laughs> oh, you can rent this from Amazon or Apple TV, it says. Cool. Sounds like a movie to watch. Is this a is this a famous South Korean classic movie? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't what watched it clearly. So, <laughs> it's uh, supposed to be reliable here. Nope. Unreliable. Uh, wait, is this another like affair movie? 
It probably is. I think so. Just judging from the title of the movie. Yo. Housemates usually have some kind of Rip. like, you know. Uh, like. <laughs> affair with the yeah. owner and, you know, the wife comes in and. Very like issues. seductive, like. Yes. Like vibe going on over there. I Honestly, I have no, yeah. I've never watched this movie before, so. See, it says that. Uh, Piano composer and his pregnant wife, oof, needs extra help around the house, so they hire a housemaid whose precociousness soon gives away to troubling behavior. Okay, well, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Tensions between her and Dong Sik lead to an affair. Yikes. And while the pregnancy ends in a... Oh, my. This is spoilers, bro. Why are you spoiling <laughs> no, no, no. the movies? Yeah, this is... Rip. Okay, forget everything I just said. Uh, man, Google's trying to get at me, bro. Yeah, well, anyways, since we already know what the movie is now, was, let's just skip to the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, the third movie on the list <laughs> is... Uh, oh, no, yeah. So The Housemaid will be uh, next week. So um, I, I should have named this The Affair Series. No, man. The <laughs> third one doesn't have an affair. We don't know this. I do. I watched you it. You watched it? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Third one is um the book of fish. Right? Yeah, yeah, I watched that one. Right, excuse me. No affairs. You sure? Positive. No affairs. <laughs> <laughs> A very different movie. <laughs> very different. Well, the first half of the series is, is the fourth movie is I think springtime again. Late spring. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It is. Yeah. That's an O's movie. That's not an affair. You never know. <laughs> Anyways, family is uh, <laughs> hmm, yeah, all right, but yeah, we'll House see you next week, yes. And a uh, quick shout out to our Patreon page if you want to check out any episodes earlier, you can subscribe to the tier and get some of that, and also get a bonus episode every here and there as well. Other than that, we will catch you next week. Peace, bye. <laughs>